0: Welcome to the Holistic Lifestyle Podcast, where I help busy Christian moms create schedules that eliminate stress, ditch toxins, and experience God-given freedom of peace. Well, we have Jackie here. Um, If you can go ahead and just introduce yourself to my listeners here on the Holistic Lifestyle Podcast and just let us know a little bit about you. So hi,
1: <laughs> yeah. As Desiree said, my name is Jackie. I am, I guess, a graphic designer. Um, so if you can't tell from my accent, I'm from Australia. Um, we're in vastly different time zones at the moment, and um, yeah. I I run my own business from home, kind of coaching business owners on how they can make their own graphics. And so I teach them how to make their own logos and their own branding and their own Instagram posts and all of those different things. And so um, I'm also a mum to a lovely two-year-old, um, a wife to my
0: husband, and I don't know what else to say. I guess that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Wraps you up in a nutshell. I know it's so interesting, like kind of thinking about, oh, what well, what am I besides like, work, mom, wife? I should <laughs> like, probably
1: add in like, like daughter of God and all those beautiful things too. But I feel like that just encompasses everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's a lot when you really get down to it and kind of looking into the hobbies that can kind of help too. <laughs>
1: well, most of my hobbies are just graphic design. Let's be honest.
0: I mean, a lot of the times our hobbies turn into our work. So that totally makes sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I wanted to uh, talk with you some about like what your daily rhythms look like with your work schedule. Um, I know that we just had a podcast interview for your podcast and we talked about like my work routine. So if you want to go to her podcast and check that out, I'll share links to that in the description so yeah, what does your work schedule look like
1: for you? So like you shared on my podcast, it differs depending on the day. So on an on a day where I'm the main carer of our beautiful daughter, then it's pretty much just wake up. I was trying to wake up at like six and go for a run, but now it's getting darker here. So I can't go for a run until it gets lighter. And then that's way later in the day and then i'm not motivated anymore to go for a run so at the moment it's getting up around six or seven maybe going for a run spending some time um on my couch with some a bible and my devotions and just praying and reading and reflecting and whatnot um, and at some point in that time marley my daughter has come out and wants to hang out so today i just was just trying to distract her and she was playing around me in the living room um and then of all the normal things like breakfast and cleaning and and all this stuff and then Usually like most mornings we have some, some mornings I go to a Bible study. Another morning I go to play group. Another morning I'll do the groceries or something. And so they're they're kind of filled up with different errands or fun things we do as a family. Um, And then it's Marley's nap time and Marley's nap time. I work, (laughs) put her down, run straight into the office, which is in the next room and just try to do as much work stuff as I can. Um, That usually goes for an hour or two and then Marley will wake up and then we'll hang out and probably do some more errands or hang out with a friend or two and, make dinner do the nighttime routine put Miley to bed and then i usually do work most evenings um and i've decided i for a while there i was feeling a little bit guilty around that but i'd worked out that if my priority is spending time with Miley while she's awake then i'm actually okay to be spending that time while she's asleep working because that means that i can spend more time with her while i'm while she's awake so i've kind of taken a bit of ownership of working in the evenings um, at the moment and it makes me and my husband both run our own businesses from home. So we're, we're we're having quality time of just sitting at our computers in the office together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, And so um, that's, that's what it, it is, what it is in this season. Um, I like, I love my work. And so it's not like, I really enjoy sitting, getting that time in the evenings to sit down and I'm not going to, I don't really watch that much TV and I've already spent lots of time with God and friends throughout the day. So in the evenings it makes work is what I want to be doing um and so that's kind of nice and then head to bed nine or ten ish or from more closer to ten ish um and then that's my day I think and then Tuesdays is the only different day to that where my parents look after my daughter all day um and so I get my full work day which is when I usually do podcasts and meetings and um planning like proper actually sitting down and thinking about the business rather than just doing all the tasks
0: Yeah, that is so nice to have like somebody to, you know, help watch the kiddos. Sometimes I should say in the summertime, really, when the garden is super busy, I will actually have a babysitter come and help me out a little bit because I'm like trying to work and do a full on garden. And sometimes it's a little of both that she's helping with. So I totally get how that can be helpful. I don't have much family around. so Yeah, I don't know what I do. Yeah, finding a babysitter in our church was really helpful. And I was going to ask, Um, so you work typically, like, that's great that you're owning and found something that worked for your evening work schedule there. And it sounds like you're still not working too late, though, because it sounds like you stopped around 9, 10.
1: Yeah, so... Because I I need my sleep. If I don't get eight hours then I'm so dead the next day. So if I'm getting up at six, I have to be in bed by 10. If I'm getting up at seven, I have to be in bed by 11. So I pretty much just work it. As if I go to bed late, I have to sleep in late. Or if I'm going to bed early, then I can get up early and go for my run.
0: So you naturally have a boundary there already set up that actually works really well. So I'm glad that that works really well for you. And does. Your husband kind of have that same naturally boundary up there too? Um,
1: he's a bit different because he doesn't need as much sleep as I do. And so like I'll be going to bed, although he does get up later than me. So we probably both almost get eight hours, but he usually goes to bed maybe an hour later after me, but then gets up an hour later after me. So um okay. yeah. But we both we both re- we none of us like I don't know how people stay up until two o'clock in the morning working or like I just I would I I would I would combust. <laughs>
0: it's the craziest thing I've done is something <laughs> like, I have done it before. And I've been like, what just happened? That needs to never happen again. Like And like you said, it's because we love what we do, but it's like, come on. Like.
1: Yeah, yeah. I stopped till midnight the other night editing. Cause I had like a podcast video that needed to get out like by 6am the next day. And I was like, and then the editing kind of was going all wrong. And I was like, Oh, this isn't fun. But sometimes you do it, but as long as you don't want it to be the norm when it's not, when it's not the norm, then. An exception to the rule, like once or twice a year is fine.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. being kind of flexible with that. I totally get that. And so then with your husband, do you have like a weekly date night so that y'all are still spending time together? Like how do y'all work that out? Look,
1: that's the dream. I heard a really great um, thing this last month of a, 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 great, a great strategy to have is like going on a, I think it was going on a date night to, having a date night together whether it's going somewhere or doing it at home it once every two weeks and then once every two months having a night away and then once every two years having like a weekend away or something um, um i thought that sounded really cute my parents really prioritized themselves going away together without us kids um and some people like oh we want to do things as a family for forever but we did so many things as a family but they just always just prioritize their relationship and i thought that was so beautiful um, and oh, you can wow. see it paid off in their relationship now like they're just they're such opposite people, but they just are a beautiful couple together because they've always just prioritized them as well as their kids. Um, anyway, all that to say, no, <laughs> I'm not really great with having our date night. I, we probably it goes in trends. Like a few weeks ago, we we're having one almost every night because we had a concert we'd book tickets for together, and then we had something else that happened and something else that happened. So we just naturally got our date date time together. But this last I'm I'm, re- I'm actually actually a bit nervous for the coming two months because my husband's really busy with work, um, and I'm relatively busy. So I'm, I'm I think we're going to really need to prioritize that of being like, nope, this. I don't even know what night of the week would be free. Maybe a Friday night. Let's just let's just hang out together and like it's whether we do it after Miley goes to bed or like it's so easy for us we've got both parents in town to say can you please watch Miley for the evening and it's just we can go off and do something so ideally it'd be once every once or twice a week uh, twice a week once every once every week or two um yeah yeah sometimes it's more sometimes it's
0: never yeah I mean I I get that I get it can totally be hard to figure all that out um my husband and like every couple is different too. So you have to like take that into account. But my husband and I, we typically will do like one to two times a week. That's really nice. <laughs> it is. We've, um. It, it changed when he had a work schedule where he was working really late and I was pregnant. So I was going to bed like right after the kids went to bed. Yeah. Um. But then after that, you know, went kind of back to normal to where we do, you know, one to two times a week. Um, and that has worked really well for us personally because we'll we can easily feel like just disconnected it is different if I could see with you like working by each other still feeling kind of like oh like you're there I can see how that helps to like get you by a little bit longer at the same time I will say I have had struggles with like traveling overnight anywhere with having so many kids and young kids and like I haven't done
1: done it yet since Miley's been born I'm like this is a little bit tricky in those early stages especially when like Miley's still feeding I think you're still feeding and so it's like you can't you can't leave them overnight at this point but um in in a few years time that will be something we might think about
0: yeah, and like remembering that you're in different seasons too of life, you know, this is temporary. Um, we've done some trips and just brought them with, and that's worked for us, but they definitely have lessened with having more kids because we have three now. So, like with the first one, we did go out and about some more. Uh, the second, still some, but it's kind of been a little bit less and less. And I'm okay with that. It's just kind of figuring out like, okay, how can we still make time to do this sometimes and you know, solving for the problems that of course come up. Um, but I'm glad to hear the overall you guys are, you know, seeing the priority of that too, and making sure to add that in as well.
1: Yeah, it's so nice. Yeah. It, and like, even just last night, we just like talked for like, just 10 minutes face to face. And it was just like, Oh, cool. This is nice. This is what's going on for you. This is what's going on for me. Even yeah. the little moments taking them throughout the, throughout the day or the evening.
0: Yeah, definitely needing those. I'll call my husband at work and that'll like, because he does pest control actually. And so he'll be driving around to different stops. And it, it's interesting because pest control, like what the whole concept that I'm like super aware of toxins, like <laughs> chemicals in a way, kind of like <laughs> freak me out. I'm like, what you doing there? So we've worked out like he showers when he comes home as such. But at the same time, like it's something that he has a passion for. And so I've had to practice like submitting and respecting like what he's passionate about. And he's just like, it's so awesome. You don't have any bugs in your house, Desiree. And like, <laughs> we worked out boundaries with that, of course, too. you know, certain areas, there's more natural chemicals to look into things like that. But I love that he does get a drive to different stuff. And I can actually call him and talk to him, even when he's not here. You know,
1: that's great. My husband has lots of driving too, so it's it's I, I, I totally understand what you're saying there. Of like, yeah, just give him a call, and you know, he's not really like, oh, I just want to get onto something else. He's just sitting there, happy to have a chat. Yeah, that's yeah, nice.
0: <laughs> so another question I wanted to ask you was like, what does practicing a Sabbath look like for you? You're another. Christian entrepreneur and I'm kind of curious as to what that looks like for you.
1: Yeah so a few years ago like obviously I've I've always worked for myself as soon as I finished uni I was running my own business and I think especially when you're not working for anyone else then you can literally I could literally work 24-7 um, and I could so easily get burnt out and because I love what I do I could I could so happily work 24-7 as well mm-hmm. um, but early on I think I really set this boundary of for me, I've chosen Sabbaths to be Sundays just because that works with my brain um, and with church and with everything. And so like my Sabbath is my Sunday. Actually, I've changed it at the moment to being Saturday evening to Sunday evening. I'll mention oh. that later. Um, but yeah, just, and so I decided like, I'm just not going to work then. And it's been, it's been so, so good because I think if I didn't set that boundary at the start, I would hundred percent be working every single day of the week. Um, I remember someone t- told me, I I I've, I've, there's, a, there's a book that I really enjoy called, um, the Ruthless Elimination of Harry by John Mark Cromer. And in there, he talks a lot about Sabbath. Um, I think it was in that book, or it might have been even another one. Um, they mentioned that Chick-fil-A, we don't have that in Australia, but I know in America it's there. Um, uh-huh. They don't open on Sundays. Yeah. Yeah, and he was sharing the, the income compa- of Chick-fil-A compared to other restaurants that opened on Sundays, and they were still earning more, even though uh-huh. they weren't open for a whole extra day of the week. And it's like just, it was just such a great example of, just because I'm not working doesn't mean God's not going to provide. Like yeah. that, that idea of submitting to, I don't need to be my provider. God is my provider. And I can, even if I'm not working, if I'm missing opportunities, I don't, I'd, like if if there was a big work event, I would do it. I would, I would do my Sabbath on a different day. But it, it, for 99% of the time, I don't work on Sunday and I don't check my emails, which is so hard for me. I don't use any of my social media, which again is so hard for me. Um, and it's just this idea of like, hands off the wheel, Jackie, God's in control. Just that weekly reminder of, I don't need to provide for myself. Um, God's got this. And just the idea of stopping. Like if you can tell from my voice, I'm a very fast paced person. I multitask 24/7. seven. I'm always thinking, I'm always doing, I'm always talking. And so Sabbath is so anti me. Um, And so it's just a really great practice each week to remind myself to just stop. And so every Saturday night, pretty much we put Miley down and then to me that's my sabbath starting and so during the saturday and the friday i'll have made sure that i've fully cleaned the house to a way that i'm going to feel calm enough on sabbath that i'm not like oh i need to do this and this and this and this and this so i'll put on all my laundry i'll put on the dishwasher i'll have done all the things so that when it comes sunday it's just doing the essential things like the dishes that pop up on that day or whatnot and i try to plan an easy meal for the sunday um and so just yeah having like a really chill evening on on saturday um and then sunday waking up i have this tradition with my daughter and my husband but he's a bigger bigger fan of making crepes we just make crepes on sunday morning it's like our crepe day um, and it's just so beautiful and then we'll go to church and then come home and just chill sometimes i'll have a nap and just kind of catch up when i'm feeling really tired sometimes i'll sit on the couch and just do some more reading and devotions or i'll, I'll watch watch like a christian movie or a show um and just sit and I'm not really good at sitting. It's something that I'm really trying to work on. Um, but I'm uh, ideally it, my Sabbath would soon include more just nothingness of just sitting and being with God, rather than reading something or listening to something in particular. Um, if the weather's nice, we'll go on a, like a family walk together. I try to like. One person I I learned off kind of just talked about making like this a la carte menu for yourself of just things that fill your soul. And so whether it's a really delicious thing that you love to eat or whether it's a, a fun activity of going for a walk or doing something or playing board games, like just make like this list of activities you actually just really enjoy and do them on Sabbath and just have it a day to recharge and to fill your battery and to just experience all these beautiful things that God's blessed us with that you might not make time for during the week when things are just hectic.
0: Yeah. I love hearing that. Like, it's not this necessarily legalistic thing for you. It's more so just like to experience, yeah. Rest in God ultimately. So that is really cool to hear how that plays out for you too. And yeah, even just like those simple things of spending time, you know, with your family is still just like, thank you God for my family. Like you blessed me with them. And you know, our marriage is a union under God and you're teaching me to raise up these little ones. So yeah, there's little things that still come up in that day, but it's kind of cool to hear like you get your major cleaning done beforehand. So that's really interesting. Yeah, Yeah,
1: very intentional. Otherwise I'd wake up on Sunday and think, oh, I should just do this and this and this. But it's like, no, those cleaning does not bring me joy. So that is not something I'm going to be doing on my Sabbath. Um, And yeah, and then on, as I said, I, f- I finished the Sabbath on like Sunday evening. And that was because I, I was doing it just, just on Sunday. So wake up Sunday to go to bed Sunday, pretty much. But I was finding yeah. on Monday morning, I would wake up really frazzled and I hadn't thought about the week coming at all, and I'd feel real on the back foot. And so I've changed my Sabbath to end on Sunday evening. So then Sunday evening, I then spend prepping for the week. So meal planning and writing out my calendar, looking at what the week is ahead, because um, I didn't really want to do that on my Sabbath because it felt too plan and structured. But it was something I wanted to do before the Monday rolled around, because otherwise I just like Monday just kicks off so quickly and I'm just already on the back foot. So that was why I changed it back a bit
0: that's interesting because I actually even had heard from a friend actually, and I need to look into this more, but she's talking about that there is scripture that says that the day actually starts at the evening. Yeah. That's and so, like Sabbath
1: was traditionally, I think Friday evening, sundown uh-huh. kind of to, to Saturday sundown. So yeah, it's, so it's was a that a part of your biblical.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was that a part of your setup too, or was yeah, it that was- so just, kind of just to the schedule?
1: it was adjusting to the schedule, but it was also like, I know this is how a lot of Jewish people would have done it and probably still do it. Um, and so like that must, that God must have thought that worked for a reason and I'm really enjoying it.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I love hearing just like the different perspectives of it all and how, like we all have different convictions too, and kind of what God is guiding us through. So it's so fascinating. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so what? stressors kind of come up in your day-to-day work life?
1: Um, I've just finished a big season in my business where like I go through launching this program that I run called the co-creation club. And I do that only twice a year. And what it means is that there's a lot riding on it. It means that there's like, I want it to be successful because it's technically a third of my year's income. And if I don't make, if I don't get the the signups for that, then I'm not making what I had hoped to make in the year. And while that's not the end of the world, it is nice to to be on budget. And so um this recent couple of like this last month or so as I've been in that launch, it's been really um, yeah, overwhelming. And like I've just I think sometimes I have really good boundaries, but then during during this launch season, my brain is just constantly on trying to think: how can I promote this differently? How can I message this person and encourage them if if, if it's the right thing for them to join? Like I'm just constantly thinking, and like I'm doing like three social media posts a day, doing emails, I'm doing all these different things for my business. And so, what I often find is I feel then really stretched between life and family and work, and like oh, it's all just everything is just there. Um, And I just don't know how to like make that any calmer. And so my solution is pretty much just, I'm not launching very regularly because that season of my life, it just makes it too, too tricky. Um, and I just love giving it my all because I don't. I want to make sure that I put everything on the table. and I don't want it to be like, oh, but then I'm like, is there a part that I should be giving over to God? But then I'm like, oh, God wants me to do stuff too. Like, I can't just like, I'm not going to do anything. It's going to magically all fall together. And then sometimes that happens, but I don't know that that's the case for this. And so like all of these things going through my mind of um, of all of, of those things. But at the same time, that that launch now finished uh, a few days ago. And I'm, I'm just like, cool, life is still again. And, <laughs> and so it kind of is this, this, I'm very up and down of like, yeah, everything's fine. But the second I get three more emails that feel really hectic, then I'm feeling stressed again. Um, so yeah, that's probably one of the main things at the moment. And then sometimes I just feel that my bucket is full. And then, so if anything else comes and it starts overflowing of like life is too hectic I don't know how to manage this whereas if the bucket's like at half full then if like my friend is having some trouble and then Marley is being grumpy then I'm fine if my bucket's full then if Marley's being grumpy and a friend is having trouble they need my help then I feel like life is too much you know Mm,
0: yeah I can see that and so do you kind of want to work through a little bit of that
1: (laughs) potentially i if we got a good three minutes to do that, then absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No a basic kind of little outline. Cause I know we're paying attention to time here. So with like your whole launch kind of with that, do you have a plan that you set up for all of that process? Like in essence,
1: a, a little bit, but I'm not, I'm not a super planning person, but because I've run uh-huh. the launch five times, like I've got emails in the past that I've sent that I can just resend, or I've got like I know that on this day I'm launching this and on this day there's this bonus coming out and on this day this is happening um, and I've got all these ideas and structure for it for those kinds of things but at the same time I like being really um off the cuff with things because I find if I'm too scheduled, then I'm not realizing that my ideal client is now facing this problem and they need me to fix that before they join, whereas I would I didn't plan that that would be a problem. So I didn't plan a social media post around that. So I often try to work off the cuff so that I'm actually meeting the needs of my audience at that time because it's always changing. So a little yeah. bit of
0: both. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I will say planning definitely helps for like knowing like, okay, there's a task I need to get it done. And then once it's done, you can stop. But Mm -hmm. if you're really enjoying kind of like you have a general plan and you want to kind of go with your clients and go with the flow like that, then I would say like just a quick tip of taking the time to like breathe and pray Mm -hmm. Uh like throughout your day. (laughs) So just kind of to give you that like, oh, I'm going, going, going. Okay. Now I'm going to stop And I to take a few deep breaths and I'm going to pray to God and like ask him to, you know, guide you through that. And, you know, that could help you feel more calm and more balanced throughout your day. So I hope that can just be a little thing to maybe give a try and maybe that can help with your launch a little bit next time. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I will. I, I was trying to do that occasionally, but definitely didn't do it enough. And you're like, it's just amazing how just stopping and breathing and praying can just kind of reset your mood and your spirit and be like, all right.
0: Yeah. Really important
1: right now. Is this as stressful as it actually feels or is it actually, am I making this a bigger deal than it needs to be?
0: Definitely. You might need to set those timers Yeah, so true. <laughs> throughout the day. Well, thank you so much, Jackie, for coming on and sharing with us and giving us a little insight and perspective. Where can my listeners go to find you?
1: So if you're not a business owner, you probably don't need to be in my world, but you're very welcome to be there. I'd love to have you along. But if you are a business owner, I know that it could be very helpful to feel really on top of your business's graphics and feel inspired by them and know that they're attracting your audience and speaking of your incredible value. So feel free to give me a follow on Instagram. That's why I absolutely hang out the most. My handle is white deer. So the color white, the animal deer and GD, the, the letters for graphic design. Um, and if you head there, you'll find my website, you'll find links to my podcast, which is called seriously in business. And we chat, we chat to Desiree, which is a great episode. Um, and we also just chat about, um, life and and marketing and graphics and branding. Um, And I've also got a YouTube channel that I've just started that kind of gives you lots of different Canva tips and also some branding and marketing advice and some vlogs in there as well, if you want to see an actual day in my life. Um, So yeah, those are a few different places, but if you head to my Instagram, you'll see all of the different links um, in there.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. And I will put your links down in the description too. Thank you so much. Oh hey friends, I have a training coming up. It's right around the corner. It's going to be Monday, April 3rd, 2023 in the Unprocessed Mama Facebook group. I will share a link for y'all to join in the description of this episode so you can get all signed up. It's going to be about how to get all the things done without burnout Or Mom Guilt. This is a free training for moms that are overliving in a messy, toxic, energy zapping home. If you're struggling with finding time to clean, or you don't know how to get rid of toxic products in a way that's not overwhelming, or how to enjoy what God has blessed you with, then this event is for you. I've struggled with all of those things, but creating flexible, healthy habits visually allowed me to see when I had the time to clean the house, work, grow a garden, homeschool my kids without feeling like I was exhausted all the time and never having the time to spend doing the things that I wanted to, like play with my kids or go to the beach or go on hikes, just have me time, you know? And so learning the healthy habit of time blocking in a flexible way allowed me to be intentional about how I spent my time. Look at the whole picture and actually get the things I wanted done done. So, if you want to work on this, come join us in this free training You'll get help with learning how to create a schedule that works for you and isn't overwhelming, how to keep your home clean, how to grow that garden, how to homeschool your kids, work from home, ditch those toxins, have an organized, peaceful home, how to do all the things that are really important to you with more balance and in a realistic way. So go ahead and join us. The description has the link to sign up. Head on over to Apple Podcast if you aren't there already and leave a rating and review on how you're liking the podcast to help me reach more moms so we can all live stress-free. P.S. If you're a working mama, share what you do for work to get featured on the Holistic Lifestyle Podcast. Looking forward to chatting with you next Tuesday. Have a blessed week.